Hey, everybody. Uh, a little bit of a different style of podcast today. Uh, it's me, B-Rad. How you doing? I got a Moog over uh, here. It's me, Big Mo, and we have a new challenger incoming. So today's challenger is... Hi, guys. My name is Arya. Arya Kanambar. I am, like, I just turned 20 this month. And I'm start, I'm currently in pursuit of being a baking and pastry student, so that's what I'm going to college for. Yeah, yeah, we got a our own personal ratatouille shoe sous chef. We we got we 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 bagged ourselves a sous chef, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the dream. Like the the job of a head chef is I've seen that because I worked at this restaurant called the Modern in New York for my extern. And, like, the head chef is, like, having that post is, like, a big, big thing. And, like, when I say big in the sense, obviously it's good, but it's so much pressure because I've seen, like, people, like, I've seen my own head chef crack under that pressure. Whereas, like, sous chefs have that pressure, but not as much responsibility. So, like, being a sous chef is, like, the sweet spot where you have command, but you don't have to, like, take up for, like, the mistakes that happen. <laughs> just a quick question. Just a quick question. So you know, so if so your so your fuck ups don't count to like you know like if, if you if you fuck up, you're just like okay, so you 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 somebody else can help you cover it. But if you're a head chef and you, head chef fuck up, it's like a major fuck up. Uh, like all the eyes are on you. Like whatever your every single mm-hmm. move you do is like looked under like by like a microscope. But as a sous chef gets like do the same things but like glide by, which is like pretty cool. Well, okay, that's, okay. that's uh, very nice to hear, my man. Uh, quick update for you guys out there. Uh, we want to hit around 100 subscribers by the end of the year on our YouTube channel. So if you guys are watching or listening to this on you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please subscribe to our YouTube podcast. We post um, clips of ourselves. We get to see our faces. And for those of you guys who are watching on YouTube, please tell your friends, tell your family to subscribe and like. That really does help us out and helps us decide what type of content we're going to do in the future. So I just want to say thank you again for those who are subscribed to us. And so we can get started with the slaps and chaps of this episode real quick. So Mo, you want to go first with slaps and chaps? Always happy to. Uh, so what's been slapping is uh, I have been logging in. So I'm I'm a, and I'm an avid avid gamer to the most of the audience. If they know, if they don't know, well now you know. Uh, I'm an avid gamer, so you can see I've been playing some, been logging in some, log logging a couple of hours on Ghost of Tsushima on the PS4, which I got yesterday by the way. So um, so that's what's been slapping. I've been like you know just getting some good hours of gaming in. Because you know what else to do in the desert, you know, you work nine hours, you know, you have a nice weekend off, and then what are you going to do? You know, you you play some video games because you're not going to exactly go out in like 44 or 144 degrees Celsius weather. For for the for the Americans in the, for the American, for our American listeners, it's 111 Fahrenheit, guys. Yay! Uh, work. Very hot. It's, just Wait, very hot. it's hot. It, it is hotter than Satan's underpants here, guys. It's hot fuck. So, uh, yeah, but that's what's been also, so that's uh, what's been slapping. Another slap is a slap and a chap, so to speak. I have my concrete field ACI, that's American Concrete Institute's concrete field testing technician grade one exam on Monday. So I have to study for that. So that's pretty much these, this fun stuff, this fun publication, if anybody's aware of this. If you're not aware of this, 
you were you're you're lucky uh so i have to study that and i have to perform a practical also on this so some of the tests we have to perform them brad are you showing your aci grade one because no. i was like if you're going to show it i was like yes so no i have one but it's called wassel it's for the washington area virginia type of uh concrete uh thing i have to do for my internship and it wasn't that bad the uh i mean again you, th- you see how thick this thing is but yeah it's yeah. not that bad the both i took both the practical and the written i got 98 on the practical and and on sorry i got 90 on the written and i passed the practical it's pretty simple i mean you, you did research with me with ed so you should be fine so don't worry about it yeah i'm not i'm not worried it's just like you know it's just it's just like i'm still not in touch with that like i haven't been in touch with it like how i was with you know when when i was working in the lab with you guys but eh, whatever yeah. uh it's so like i'm going to pass the baton <laughs> very nice analogy brad like it's like which is going to make a lot of baking references uh, <laughs> you know which is going to make a lot of baking references throughout this episode because we're all hungry and we got we got a sous chef with us budding and great sous chef we know he's going to achieve greatness so yeah and but i'm going to pass yeah. i'm going to pass the baton on to uh, brad narya guys what's been slapping and chapping in your weeks respect to week just a slap the slap is like the good thing right yeah, yeah. slap good thing is the bad thing okay so the slap was that i just turned 20 like two days ago hey congrats hey, thank nice. you happy birthday happy birthday belated happy birthday yeah happy And like I thought it's going to be like really bad because like I had big plans for my 20th because I have like a weird analogy like I think that you like when you turn 20 you're not a teenager anymore so that's like pretty cool but then you're not 21 like you're not technically an adult so many people like look over 21 sorry many people look over 20 which I think is quite stupid because like you're not a teenager you've entered your 20s so like for mm-hmm. me 20 is like the 21 so i wanted to celebrate my 20th birthday like hardcore and back in march i was like oh yeah by july everything should be fine i should be able to throw a party you know we are things are getting worse day by day in bombay so but still i had like three of my close friends surprise me they like planned with my parents and like the whole like sanitization process my dad got like a fumigator that sanitizes the rooms and all of that for them to come over so that was a slap And also slap was that i didn't have to, i took like 3 days off so i didn't work for 3 days so it's just like yeah. straight up so that was like the slap the chap was that i mean i like working but the thing is that i leave for college in exactly 14 days so like my pack yeah so my like the packing process has started so like pa- and like i have to order many things online because i can't go to a store and buy so like all of that with yeah. starting work after like a mini breaks so that's like you know i'm still like kind of waiting to like get into the groove of working so that's mm. like yeah. but it's kind of a slap as well because i like love what i do so but it's yeah, like you know yeah yeah no uh, hey good luck man good luck as i say also uh, just just like for the record uh, ari said bombay because most of us we like we grew up called bombay it's now currently mumbai so you know if any if there's any you know, any political party any any person of any political affiliation suddenly says oh it is not bombay it is mumbai we know we were born and brought up there just you no, know just I, to clarify 
I love the name Mumbai. Like I love the name Mumbai so much over Bombay. But the thing is that because I like in college, not many people know what Mumbai is. They know yeah. Bombay. <laughs> They know Bombay, but they don't know Mumbai. So yeah. no, I understand. No, yeah, I'm so used to saying Bombay, but like before going to college, I would always say Mumbai because I think Mumbai just sounds so much like like local and so much better. Local, exactly, exactly. Like all the Indians, no, but like, like like all the people who stay in Mumbai will say Mumbai. Like if you say Bombay in front of someone who says, stays in Mumbai, they might like slap you or something like that. Because no, yeah. Plus this, plus in I college people say Mumbai, like they, they say Mumbai, they say it in a very funny way. And I'm saying Mumbai, like always instead of saying Mumbai, they say Mumbai. So I'm like, just say Bombay, it's fine, just say Bombay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. it just wow. wanted to just clarify. We just wanted to clarify it's Mumbai people. It's we know it's Mumbai. It's not Bombay, but. Oh, I think it's a Wi-Fi kicking in. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's blocked. They just block her like such a, like, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, uh, I guess I can go next with my uh, slaps and chaps. Um, I guess the biggest chap for me is that my great aunt died recently. Uh, she was three days away from turning 81. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, at the same time, you know, I'm sad. But at the time, like, you know, you lived a very long, happy life. You're able to see a lot of things change within your world. So I am very happy and, and glad you're able to live this long and have such a loving family come and see you at, at your funeral. And I guess one of the, I guess a good slap for me is that, you know, I'm almost, you know, I'm almost done the internship. I have one more week left in it and I can't wait for it, for it to be done because it's just, the hour, that how far it takes me to uh, go to my job and then come back, it's just it's just an hour. It's an hour to get there. I'll be there at seven in the morning, and it yeah. is it, it is a it is a long haul, man. I I will say that. So honestly, I am glad that my internship is ending very very soon. All right, you're back. Yeah, it's just I, it's that third world Wi-Fi, guys. It's that third world Wi-Fi. Yeah, Darva trusts that third world Wi-Fi for shit. Fucking horrible, dude. Seriously, it's so bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. So uh, Brad, did you? So what's been what's been slapping and chapping with your week? Sorry, I missed, did I miss that out? Or yeah, you already like... missed it, man. I'm, we're ready oh, okay, to okay. Uh, go on to I guess asking our, our guest. First topic. Yeah, our first topic. So I'm gonna bring it up for him. Yeah. So our first topic was we just wanted to you know get, understand uh what like you know the first like what led to like this idea where you know you just realized that okay you know. I want to become a patisserie and like baking chef. Like I want to like pursue this field. And like, you know, what was like the first, like, you know, you just like this one idea that clicked in your head that only like, damn dude, this is, this is awesome. Why should I not like, I want to pursue a, like a field, like uh, an actual career in this. So, yeah. so like the, the, uh, the click moment where I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Was when I started watching Nigel, like Nigel Lisma, like Nigel Lawson, her show, because Nigel. like, 
like yeah Elijah Lawson because like she's not like a chef she's more like a TV personality who has a cooking show so mm-hmm. people regard her as a chef but like right. if you, anyone's like seen like the old seasons of her like Nigella's Bites and Nigella's Smart oh yeah yeah so way that she like presents everything and the way like she makes everything look it looks so like graceful and effortless is like that's what like drew me that's what drew me in because i was like this looks so interesting and the other thing is that my parents don't know how to boil water my mom doesn't know how to like put on it. <laughs> so so tell you right now your parents burn water huh you yeah, burn they, water they don't know how to like they basically they've never stepped into a kitchen and i'm glad that they don't like my dad now is coming on the corner and he's like making food and all that but back then it was like like them entering the kitchen was a big no no so i <laughs> like um, i used to the the lady who cooks at my house she has been with us for she basically she was actually brought in and hired when my mom was pregnant with me to take care of my mom when she was like uh, like pregnant with me and then later after like i was born again she was there to like take care of me because my mom would like work and she like you know she needed her time off so then she ended up being the person who's now like started cooking at our house so she's been like cooking food for like the past 19 years and just like being in the kitchen with her and like watching her cook like that that used to be like my kitchen experience of the day just like being in the kitchen with her So when people are like oh did you like pick up cooking from your mom or your dad or your grandmother no it's another it's genuinely the lady who like I I say lady because like in like in like like in Hindi or in Marathi that's my language I say maushi which is aunt like you know like like someone who's close to me like an aunt but like you know it, it doesn't like translate properly in English so I, that's why I'm using the term lady even though she's like technically she's been in my house more than i have been so she's like like family <laughs> so that used to be like my cooking experience so her and nigella lawson like the two people who sort of like got me into like the whole fascination of oh my god making like food and plus also the funny part that my parents don't know how to boil water but i want to be able to like make like like really cool stuff when i'm in the kitchen so like the irony of that was like really funny to me No man I I'll say for me uh I love cooking uh I love going out and grilling making barbecue uh I love baking I love I I make a really good like chocolate chip oil ice cream and uh-huh. yeah and I will love again I will love if you could come over to America I would love you to spend a day on Thanksgiving with us cuz I mean we fry turkey make stir uh-huh. chicken stir fry bar- yeah Well, ribs, St. Louis style ribs. I make my ice cream. We make rolls, everything like that. I would love for you to use. Hmm. You churn your own ice cream? Yeah. No. Basically, what it is, I don't churn it. What it is, I I I combine can like uh, heavy whipping cream with sweetened condensed milk with chocolate chips. Yeah. I melt the chocolate chips over a double over a, a double boiler, and then I mix it in with the sweetened condensed milk. Mix that up. I I get my whip, my heavy whipping cream nice and stiff, mix that all together into an ice cream, and then I add in the uh, chocolate chips and the Oreos, and then I, I let it sit. It's kind of like oh. it's very creamy, it's very rich. It's kind of like a gelato, I guess is a better way to describe it. But yeah, no, I love. I back when I was in high school, I I was making cakes from scratch. See, I would I, I would love baking cakes honestly, and yeah. what really got me into that is my my parents really in those bready. 
is like add, add two eggs, add like a, a third cup of vegetable oil and like a cup of water, and that's all you need. Yeah. So I will say, yeah, that was really got me into cooking. And then again, being in Gainesville with my homeboys and making some amazing barbecue for them, and they just love it, was amazing. And uh, for me, barbecue to me is just amazing because it, it's a very fun thing to do. Um, yeah. It's not about the cooking. It's about like the whole vibe and the whole environment that you create. Exactly, when like- exactly. And for people out there who are scared about cooking, I always say this to them. I say, don't be afraid to make a mistake. I think that's one of the biggest things that people who, yeah, yeah exactly. People people who are just afraid to cook, I think it's the biggest mis- thing they are afraid of is just making a mistake and messing the whole thing up. Listen, uh, you know, if you make one wrong stroke or put one wrong dot on a piece of art, it's not going to ruin the painting. Yeah. You yeah. giving up and, and not wanting to improve upon it is what's going to ruin the painting. So I'm like... You're gonna make mistakes when you cook. When you, your first time cooking, you're going to, like, yeah. we all, like, I'm pretty sure you made your fair amount of mistakes when you first started off. So many, yeah. And trust me, I have too. Yeah. But you learn from mistakes. You learn, okay, let's not do that. Let's do this. Yeah. This, this the same thing that you're saying because uh, the first thing I ever baked was a brownie, like a basic ass brownie. I made that in like seventh grade, and I've had the same recipe that I use till date but the thing is that every time i make it i will like think as to what i can do to improve it like maybe i can change the kind of sugar that i'm using maybe i can like add more whites or add more yolks or like use a different kind of chocolate try a different kind of flour so it's all of like just like building on what you've already learned yeah because especially with like cooking with ba- uh, the difference between cooking and baking is that why I like chose the whole baking side is that obviously there are two different kitchens. A cooking ki- like a culinary kitchen is like like it's it's for someone like a typical adrenaline junkie where like you know you want to work in the moment in the heat of the moment where everyone's like screaming and shouting and that's like where you thrive. Whereas for a baking and pastry student, it's more about like pres- like it's more about like the tiny tiny details that go on a plate. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very true, because with, with baking, a lot of it is also presentation and how you present it to to your customer, I guess. And yeah. and like a lot, like it it can taste amazing, but if it looks like shit, nobody wants to eat it. <laughs> One more, like as you said, people are scared of cooking. People, I think people are even more. Even I used to be. People, people are even more scared of baking because the thing is that once you make like your cake batter and it's in the oven all you can do is just like say a little prayer and like cross your fingers and stare at the oven for like 40 minutes or so for like the stuff to come out good whereas with like cooking it's like okay i need more salt i need more pepper so the thing is that with with baking people are more scared because like science like the minute you it goes in the oven or the minute everything is mixed you cannot do anything but like I also used to have that like fear, but then I just learned that it's all trial and error. Like what you learn, just build on top of that and taste what you make and see like, you know, if I if you need more sugar, if you if you need to like bake it like 10 minutes less, if you want to bake it 10 minutes more. So it's all of like trial and error. As I said, the brownie recipe that I've been you I've, I've been following the same recipe since seventh. I use the same one, but the like, amount of things have changed and like like this tiny tweaks that I've made. That's like, that's what makes it really cool. That's why I think that you shouldn't be 
afraid of it because whatever you do the next time you make it you're just going to like you know build on that yeah no I, i totally agree man yeah that's that's very important is always look i mean learn 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 how to cook learn the basics once you learn the basics don't be afraid to experiment don't be afraid to yeah. again like you're saying add more vanilla or add use a different type of chocolate or maybe use more egg whites or maybe use more egg yolks because that's something that i've done with cooking like for a while i used to only use egg whites when cooking um um cookies making cookies but i found that it made more of a more of a like a dome type cookie yeah exactly and then I, I I switched it to making using brown butter, browning my butter before I add it into the cookie mix, and that makes it a little more like crunchy on the outside, but softer and smooth on the inside. So it's all about experimentation. Again, that, I think that's the biggest thing that we want people to know when it comes to cooking is just don't be afraid to mix and match and just to try new things. I mean, it's, it's all, like you're going to mess up, of course, but at least you're going to learn and have fun the way there. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing with like making like alcoholic drinks, you know, like learn the right portions, learn the basis of how to mix a drink properly, but don't be afraid to say, Hey, let's change things up. Let, let's add in more of, of, you know, let's add in more of this simple syrup or add in more bourbon or whatever the case may be, or whatever you like to drink or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I guess my biggest question to you, is what is your favorite, I guess, bakery dish to cook? Either it can be like the one that takes the most time to cook, like it needs to be the exact measurements every single time, or one you just enjoy cooking all the time. Um, I really like because you meant that, that's why I asked you if you churn your own ice cream because uh, I had never made ice cream until I started working, and I I worked in New York like my internship was in New York at this restaurant called the Modern. It was a two Michelin star restaurant, so that was pretty cool. Like I was like, yeah, I was so happy that I got my intern there. So I started making ice creams there, and like the way they make the ice creams there was like completely different than what I had seen or read, or like like it was like so different. So they'd like boil all the like even a sorbet, they'd boil all the things together, like the puree, the, the your sugars, your like stabilizers and everything would boil be boiled together and then the really cool part about chemicals like i did not know that for a sorbet people can add iota and xanthan gum and like nc4 like all of these are like heavy duty chemicals that just will like improvise the texture and like the stability of your sorbet so that's more like i like i can't make that at home because i don't have all the chemicals with me like nobody keeps like iota and all of that just on like a kitchen shelf next to salt but like that that was really cool because the, that, that fascinated me because i was like i didn't know so much goes into making a sorbet like who knew it has like four chemicals it has like a particular blending time and a particular temperature that you add the chemicals in so an ice cream whereas when i'm like baking at home i really like making like a pineapple upside down cake because i think when you like put it when you push it out of the mold and you see like the caramelized pineapple that's like that, that satisfies me to like a whole different level. I that, that I think that's just like so pretty. So yeah, it'd be like a basic ass like a pineapple upside down cake. I guess for me, uh, I do like making ice cream, but also I I've only made this once, but I love making creme brulee. I don't I I want to try making more creme brulees. Oh like yeah, yeah. creme brulee. Nice. Like, 
but it, it requires a lot of um, attention and processing to it because you know you can't have any egg yolk in, in the mix. You gotta be all egg whites. You gotta make sure it's baked at a certain temperature. You gotta take it out. You know you gotta do a, a, lot, a, a lot of steps to it, and then you need a torch at the end. But yeah, yeah making uh, a vanilla creme brulee for me is something I want I want to learn and do more. I made a lemon creme brulee back in high school, but I want to know. I want to make more uh, vanilla creme brulees. I love vanilla creme brulee, but okay. also again, ice cream for me is it's simple with me. You just mentioned the blowtorch, and people think that that's like the coolest part of creme brulee. But I've made like many in school, and according to me, that's like the toughest part because you can get you can get like so easily get carried away with the blowtorch, and just like the amount of creme brulee tops have burned. And they would just look like charcoal on a plate is not even funny because I got super excited with the blowtorch. So oh, listen, yeah. that, but you don't think if you could mess up, you like if you don't pay attention, you would like mess up big time because nobody wants to like look at like a burnt creme brulee. You want like that nice amber color, not like a black thing on top. Yeah, kind of like a gold, a golden brown type color, like a like a bread crust color, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, that's the biggest thing, I guess, when it comes to uh, making these dishes is just knowing the exact color it takes to uh, get everything to look just right. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and so you were talking about, again, uh, about how in the bakery side of everything um, that, you know, it's very calm. It's all about the presentation versus the Hey, cooking. guys. Hey, Benny. Hey, what's up? Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Brad. Sorry to interrupt you. Okay, so Benny, that's Arya. He's uh, Benny. Uh, so you know he's 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 the barrister chef. He's the he's in the hot seat today. And we've been we've been grilling. Soup, we've been grill- yeah, he's Benny's Benny. Uh, so you know we put him in the hot seat. We're asking him stuff. We're asking him questions about what he likes to like bake and stuff. So. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be an interactive session, so we want we want people to like you know get lit. So bring bring all your baking questions, bring all your baking doubts. Arya Arya's in the hot seat, ready to answer everything. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So um so I think uh one question which I have is um you know um it's it's also in line with what Brad was asking. Uh, yeah. You can hear me, see me clearly. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know it's you know it's it, the, the 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 baking line is pretty much it's a quieter one. It's not like you know it's not like you know your your you know your culinary it's not like your culinary scene where you're just like you know hardcore like in a restaurant like you're like you know you're just getting your ass beat and like you're just being yelled at. This is more chill. It's a lot more relaxed. So but like what what are some of the challenges you face in like the baking scene where which are like you know just not seen when you when it comes like you yeah. know people just think ah it's it's easy it's straightforward what are some of the challenges you faced or you are facing yeah so like again when i said relaxed so in every like professional big kitchen there'll be two kitchens for savory and two kitchens for pastry because one's a, like like in the like probably the basement of every kitchen will be like a production kitchen where you make like your ice creams and you like make all like you bake all of that whereas for culinary you like grill all the stuff whereas the kitchen on top is the kitchen that they present to everyone it's called the service kitchen where everything is so for a service kitchen the amount of stress and pressure on culinary and uh, like uh, the pastry side is the same because you have like people yelling out orders in your face whereas in the production kitchen it is a rush but like it's not as like shouting because everyone wants to like 
focus on what's in front of you because like as i said one miscalculation you may not know that you know you may not know that okay i added like like half a teaspoon more of like baking powder you may not know that you added that but then when you put something in the oven and you see everything is just like spilling out of the mold and like you know you see it come out of the oven that's when you realize okay i messed up hmm. so that's the yeah. biggest that see like it's i won't say it's more relaxed i'd say it's more like quiet because it needs to be quiet because you know if you can't like focus like if you don't have like a laser focus on one particular thing you're out even like as he, uh, as the the creme brulee if you just like let it boil because the mixture needs to be boiled so if you just like boil it for a little bit more you might just have custard in front of you and like scrambled eggs so it needs to be very precise with what you do so i think that's like the biggest challenge because it's all like you know you mix everything and then you just say a little prayer that okay i hope everything turns out i hope i added everything properly i hope all the steps in the procedure was followed correctly because again with culinary it's like you know when you it's, it's just like how you're cooking at home where you're like okay you like taste it with a spoon and you're like oh this needs to be like a little more spicy so you'll add like chili flakes or like chili powder to it whereas you, you can't just like do a cake and be like okay this needs more chocolate or this needs more lemon zest it's like already right. done so you need right. to have like practice way more than like because you you need to be very sure with how the product comes out there's no ifs right. and so that's that's the biggest challenge is the precision and the amount of detail that goes into like even making like a like a regular sponge cake what would you say is the hardest thing you have to make the hardest thing um it should definitely be like any anything that has to go with caramel because caramel is something that's so temperamental like within 1 minute you just have charcoal in front of you so any <laughs> for me any dish that has had like heating up sugar or any like caramel in it that's like been like a little more challenging but apart from that it should be like all the like all the i I'd say all the french pastries like anything that also requires like meringue and egg whites and, like macaron like macaron is super difficult to make they look really tiny and they're like look very cute but it's a big thing to make so um you know okay so this is so uh, guys so you know to, to our viewers and to our listeners uh, arya has his own uh, you know his own business he also has this business called cake like cake it's spelled k a k e like cake uh, it's it's he's also on instagram so please give him a follow he we would really appreciate it if you gave him the follow because you know he's he's up and coming but you know he's 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 going to be the next nigella lawson i can feel it i can feel it in my bones you know this this guy is the next nigella lawson you know he's got he's got this on point quantum so, uh, yeah he, he's got we, we we're totally getting it with the with the gordon ramsay vibes like he's already got a pony and like you know so we got it like we we got no. that we've got that vibe oh no that's just like not ha- not getting a haircut and wanting to look presentable <laughs> having like don't a lie, lie. Don't- don't like no, I mean, don't I, like I love you know, you Ramsey, so you know no 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 i love gordon ramsay <laughs> no but the the the, the tiny rat, it's not even a, it's like a rat tail that that's there because i want like, i didn't want to look like you know a mess that i just woke up because that's like my bum head in quarantine like bed head hair straight up all the time 
uh so yeah but you know it's i i just wanted to ask you like so you know what's like the most difficult order you've had or like can you give us like an anecdote where you know it's just like you know you've ordered somebody's already placed an order and then they last minute they just change the order and you've just been like what the fuck dude what is what what the hell is this so like tell us about that tell us about your business how, how that works also like you know so like to start it itself was like it wasn't hard physically it was hard on me because like my mom has like her own like she's like a skin and hair specialist and she has like her own beauty salon so she has many clients like your mom among your mom is like you know close friends with mom and she's a client so i didn't all of them have like constantly they've known me for years so all of them have told me that oh just like please start something we'd like to because we eat your food for free but we'd like to like you know place an order for it i didn't want it to be like like i didn't want it to be like okay i'm starting this thing and all of these like people are ordering from me because like I'm my mom's son or like you know they are her friends right. and I'm a son so like I didn't want it to be that so that's like the main right. reason why right. I didn't want to do it to begin with but right. so that's like the challenge for me I'd say like that was like the whole like challenging bit but apart from that the the most lousy order I've had is so basically a brownie is like very thick and dense compared to like a cake so then um i had i had someone who asked me so i did like a brownie cake for someone like who was very like close to me like a family friend and someone on my instagram saw that and they requested me if i can do like a layered cake with bra- like a brownie that's cut into like many layers and like layer that into like a massive cake and wow. I have like I'm I'm again still like new to taking orders so I don't know like saying no is still like hard for me like I can't just straight up be like that's like a little difficult but that's not possible that's so little diff- difficult for me so I blindly said yes but then when I was making it it was like my ganache was just like pouring through the cho- or like the brownie stack it's so heavy and it's so dense it was like probably like 12:45 at night and I'm like I have no idea what I'm going to do but somehow I I got like these like sticks that you're supposed to like stick into a cake. I don't know the right word for it, but you basically put it in to like stabilize it. So I didn't have those made them at home with straws. So that was like pretty whack. And the other thing was it's just like weird things that people have asked me, "Hey, can I get like I don't know, like the like 34 or like for once I had like 42 cupcakes. Uh sorry, 42 tarts and making a tart is like hard because you need to like I I I I don't have like a professional kitchen because in a professional kitchen you normally have a sheet or like it's a machine to roll out your dough to a specific uh like you know thickness so at home it's right. just rolling with a rolling pin so that's like you know that takes a lot of time so I've had some, because on my page it says that please like you know give me like a two day prior notice before like placing an order right. all when I can right. do it right away. but I got an order saying at night saying that I have my parents anniversary. I really need to get this done. Can I get 42 tarts by like tomorrow evening? Come oh, to so sorry. Maybe we're interesting when you had to get those tarts done. <laughs> yeah, I was like watching there, man. That 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 was a great like that was like a great like you know, so you know, soundtrack in the in the background. We liked it. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm so Well, I think I pressed something on my computer by mistake. No, but it was good timing because it, it, it was like suspense. It was, it was 
timing it was great timing it was like great suspense we were all like i was ready to just like start biting my nails we're like did he do it or did he not and then you just like clap back with that <laughs> that tune yeah. i was like okay like it was like a big like staying up at like i have real like even right now i have no issues staying up at like it's I, it's like 4:15 am in india so like this is like normal time because like i'm taking orders slowly now because i'm only going to do it for a week more because like then it's just that 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 just gives me like one week before i leave so i wanted to prep for everything so i'm taking slow orders but like now would be the time where i'd be like in the kitchen like probably like whipping out brownies or stuff like that so like it's like you know this time has become like pretty normal for me now yeah yeah i'm i'm so glad that you know you 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 literally had you know opportunity to make some time for us man because you know i was genuinely worried because a uh, mom told me you know your mom or my mom that oh yeah he's awake from like 5 am to like i mean he's awake till 5 am and then he sleep from 5 am to 3 pm i was like shit man because you know our shows run for a while and you know yeah. we, and i'm pretty sure all of us have questions <laughs> and we're still going to keep this running we're not we're not calling it a day yeah, so yeah, um uh, because okay so um you mentioned like you know what's what's like you know what like your most favorite dish so what's been like a dish you know like for for the long time you know you knew it was your favorite but then one day it just turned to shit and you were just like you know what fuck this fuck everyone i'm just going to sleep now you know so what was that one dish which literally pissed you off <laughs> um, so there were two actually one when i was working in the restaurant it was like making like a basic meringue because like if like it has vinegar in it with like vinegar egg whites and sugar so that's pretty weird and like cornstarch so if you don't have your egg whites to a proper te- it's very easy people think a meringue is like just whipping up your egg whites getting your like sugar like syrup boiled to a specific temperature and slowly streaming that into your sugar but like if your temperature is even like 2 degrees off up and down your meringue is right. not going to be it's going to be soup it's not going to be like the piping texture so that yeah. i had so pa- pavlova is a ba- baked meringue so there was like a like i think someone had rented out the entire like a room in the restaurant and they wanted like berry pavlova so like that was like the main dessert where you like a baked pavlova with mixed berries so my pavlova flopped on me twice because my sugar mm-hmm. once my was like it it has to be 240 degrees celsius so i think it was 243 and because of that an entire batch of i think it was 30 32 egg whites and mm-hmm. like so like all of that just like turned to soup and there's no saving that like nothing can save it so just down the drain and the other time was adding the sugar in a little too fast because my chef was yelling at me like she's like hurry hurry we need to get this out so i can't just like stream in little little sugar so i was like okay i'm just going to add like a little more and again adding more sugar cooked my eggs so again that flattened out on me it didn't rise and then i got like very bad looks from everyone in the kitchen so i think that it, it's basically the small things you don't expect because if it's something complicated you'd pay a lot more attention to it whereas a, whereas it's like making a brownie or like making meringue where it's like something that's very easy you don't really think right. that you that up but when you do mess that up you're like i'm such an idiot like that's like more humiliating than messing up like a panna cotta and the other thing was frosting for my cupcakes so i don't like doing cupcakes i think they are overrated <laughs> but 
the thing is that i do get many people requesting that hey can you can you make cupcakes because they are many they, they are pretty visually appealing to many people not to me but they are to many people so the frosting it's so hard to get that consistency of like chocolate ganache right that it's not rock hard when you pipe it but it's also malleable but holds its shape i've had mm-hmm. like piped a cupcake and i've seen it like fall like i've seen it like melt in front of my eyes so like, like, like it's so sad you can just see a hard work just like legit like melting away yeah nah, i can I, understand man it was really yeah. frustrating what do you uh, what do you like think this, about the uh, instagram challenges that you see where it's like somebody will have like a bag of doritos and it turns out to be a cake i think that's pretty cool because like again like i'm i, I purposely wanted to go and baking pastry because i like plated fine desserts I don't consider myself to be like a cake maker like you know someone who make like wedding cakes and all of that so whenever I see someone like even like cut a sponge to layer it I get like massive anxiety because I know that I have done that and that's so stressful because one wrong cut you're going to have uneven layers and nobody wants to cut into a cake and see like diagonals flowing through <laughs> so yeah so I think like with cakes that's really hard like that that's like the one like thing where i get like super stressed out about um okay Is any do you guys have any questions does anybody else have any questions uh no Brad, do you have any questions what do you think is uh the best dish that you can do the best um I think the things that are set, like the ones that I'm making at home, the ones that are selling the most of the lemon tarts because I think they're pretty because like I do like a whole pearl necklace of meringue around like the rim and it looks pretty cool. So I think and I also like the way they look like it's like a blonde tart with like like a vibrant lemon curd and like just like it genuinely looks like someone like has like a pearl necklace around like the whole tart. So yeah, so I think proud of my tarts that I make at home. So uh, I just so I do you get do you get orders for like like these okay this is just like this is just to pike my curiosity but like do you okay. get like do you get like these like bachelorette party orders where it's just like oh can you get like a penis shape penis shape cake <laughs> and like just you're just uh-huh. like the fuck is this like this is this is what i go for right this is like this is why i become like a baking and patisserie chef to make penis shaped cakes for like these chicks who are just getting married like this is where my skills come in like do you, does this happen i'd say unfortunately and luckily no like it's like a because i think it's so much fun <laughs> unfortunately but luckily no i haven't gotten that yet i just like I'm very because again I'm baking at home and I'm like technically stuck for quarantine so I don't know how many months I'm going to be here and all like the major shops where you get all the molds and all of that are uh, not open and since I as I said my parents don't know how to boil water so they they I they didn't like stock up on like equipment like cake molds and all of that so that's why I just stick to like what I have and what I can do rather than like making like like yeah like a penis shaped cake or something like that whereas I like you know i don't have the molds for that but again my answer would be luckily and unfortunately no yeah so but guys if any listeners if you're like into that stuff you know if you're into giving some you know if you if you if you want to gift your girlfriends or your boyfriends or your significant others we're not judging any penis shaped uh, memorabilia which is edible please contact arya 
on cake like he's happy <laughs> to oblige as long as he's in india guys like in the next couple of days because he's I mean, honestly he like soon. if i had to do it i don't know if i could keep a straight face while like i'm making that cake you know just exactly like... <laughs> that's like i'd just be, I'd, I'd be like i'd be giggling all the fucking time like i'd be like and like i like what part of me like here's the thing like i'm i'm so imagined like what part of me will be like hmm, thoda like is this like, like this length is a little small maybe like you know little more like yeah like or it's like you know like you think you think of like those you know those massive mandates the, the best thing is if they put in a particular request like the penis has to be 8 inches long you know and it's like got to like measure it out like as creepy as it sounds i think that's so much fun like i, I like as you yeah. said you won't a straight face while doing it but like that's the whole point to get like a laugh out of it because no one wants to like nobody orders a penis shaped cake and like like thinks about oh is the cake going to be like moist is the texture going to be right is it ganache going to look at the cake it sure looks like the real deal and they are happy with that and i'm pretty sure like if you if you ever are in a position of ordering like a penis shaped cake i think the amount of alcohol you've consumed before during and after eating that cake you're not going to remember how it tasted you're not going to remember the texture you're going to be like oh this, this cake is dry or the buttercream is not fluffy enough <laughs> it's your concern is going to be how to get home or how do you get into this like those two are going to be like a main concern yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's i think that's that's about it <laughs> so um no okay so um you know um so like you know th- this is one end like you know you have your business you know set up and you're setting it up you know and you you've also interned at like this this you know huge um, two star michelin restaurant so you know um, tell us a little bit about your course and like you know like how how you know what's that on that front you know you you say it's for 3 years so you know um, what what will you be learning and like how will you be going about it so like can you tell us some little bit about your course also So it's basically I go to the school called C I it's really funny it's called CIA like the Culinary Institute of America. So when people ask me oh where do you go for college you tell them the CIA and everyone's like gas like what and I'm like oh. <laughs> So uh so basically um I'm we have like two options I have to do like a bachelor's degree like thoroughly which is four years continuously being in school and then you get one year as an OPT to work in America. whereas what i opt for where it's they split your four year course into two years then you work for one year and you go back for two years and then again you work for one year so instead of instead of it being like four years of learning and one year of working which makes it five years my course will be two years learning one year working again two years learning and then one year working which i think i get more time to work so i think that's right. cool get like more opportunity for me to be in america and like work because i think like for like pastry and all that the, the top prime appreciation is either in america or like in like some like in european countries where people actually appreciate a lot so i think that's like a good opportunity for me so i'm just getting done with my first two years so after that i work for one year so that's the one year and then i go back to school for two more years so that's why i said three um. years So uh-huh. associates two years and the bachelor two years. So I'm doing my associates two years now, where it's all kitchen classes and like all like breads and chocolates and contemporary cakes and like fancy cakes, like all of these classes I have now. Then I work and the other two years where I go back, 
I'm going to have to do a concentration on either business management, which is going to be all mathematical classes, which will probably go way above my head because I can't like two plus was a calculator for that. Uh, food art, which is like journaling or food writing or like being a food critic or being like a tele personality, some like somewhere related to like more like an artistic direction or food sciences, which is like something that I'm more interested in, which is like formulating packaged goods like when you go to like a supermarket and you see like you buy a packet of like cookies you like it's like a cookie with like 15 other chemicals and preservatives to like make sure that it like stays that's like the for whole like food science element of it whereas you're not going to be working in a kitchen you're going to be working in a factory or like a lab like you know in like a full-on like a scientific lab so that's what I'm planning on doing. But those are the three avenues that we have, like business management, food art, or food science. So I'm going to opt, like I'm planning on opting for food science. But that's why I like the one year to work, because the one year when I'm working, I get to decide what I'm more drawn to, like more food art or like more food science. Right. So, so they, um, yeah. you, are you there, Mug? <clears throat> you froze. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I, I, so this is, this is something which I'm really, really curious about. So, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't know whether you've heard Publix, uh, it's, it's this huge mall down South in like in, in the U S and like okay. it's, it's February is Walmart and like, you know, so, you know, they have own baked goods. So you taste it. They are baked goods. And you just like, you, do you critique them like, mm, like too much sugar or like, it's like too crumbly or like, do you do that? Like, do you like when you just consume somebody products, you're just like, what the fuck is this? Like, I could have done this better. Okay. So there's something, there's like a big bombshell that I'm going to drop. So uh, since September of last year, I've been completely gluten and dairy free because I got diagnosed with a severe gluten allergy. Oh. I okay. I can like if I if if like whatever I make if a tart or a brownie that I make I'll take one bite of it and I'll be in my bed like like you know like cram like my stomach would be cramping and I'd be like just like tossing and turning in bed out of pain. So I so the the funny thing is I'm like a like I'm pursue, like pursuing to be a pastry chef where its basic ingredient is flour like you use flour for everything yeah. and like a severe intolerance for that so half the things that i make i've had those recipes because i've been baking since seventh grade so half the things that i make are the recipes that i've been like you know like building up on and whenever i'm coming up with like a new recipe or like whenever i'm coming up with like something that i'm making i will purposely send it to like a few of my close friends who are into this (laughs) industry and like a few people who i look up to who i'm friends with and i'll ask them for this critique because i personally can't like be like enjoying or like properly eating what I make. I, I could probably like quickly taste like the little bit of lemon curd and all of that. But I just like send it out to like my friends. So the question that you asked me about Walmart and all, I look at them and I have like that, okay, that could be done completely differently. But <laughs> about the taste, I haven't like, I mean, I used to, it's, it all started in September last year. Before that, yeah, I would like go to like, I think it was Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods and I, I picked up like a croissant from Whole Foods and I honestly like I didn't feel like eating it. Like I'm I'm against wasting food, so I like asked my roommate if she wanted to finish it. But I took a bite and I was I am not like I cannot eat this. She was culinary, so she didn't like know like the full logistics of a croissant. But I was like, this chef saw this, he like genuinely set my head on fire. So I'm not partying. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you know anybody that like refuses to eat their own work? Because like I like my girlfriend like she she bakes as well, but she's like I don't try my own work kind of thing. You know, is, is anybody do you know anybody like that or? Yeah, kind of like the uh, Beethoven of cooking. You know, yeah. you can't hear your own music, you can't taste your own food. I know. Like, or basically but, drug dealers. Or basically drug dealers. They don't sample <laughs> their own product. Kind yeah. of like that. No, that's been the question for me. Like whenever I, when I was interning at the restaurant, many people would be like, oh, try this. And I'm like, if I try that, you're going to have to call an ambulance for me. Like you're going to have to take me out on a stretcher if I take a bite of that. So no, thank you. But then they're like, so like, what's the whole point? So I was like, okay, first of all, I started baking when I was in seventh grade. I've had this obsession since seventh. I got diagnosed with this in September, which is like a few months back. So let's not judge. But I also think that, like I, I I think it's pretty cool. I think like you, I'm, like I'm working with something that could like completely mess me up. So it's like like kind of like living on the edge. It sounds so stupid when I say it. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. So I honestly don't know many people who do that because I've I, I constantly get shat on by so many of my peers saying that oh your stuff is good. I'm like I have faith in myself and I will ask people whose opinions I trust to know if my stuff is good or no. So don't like, don't come at me and say that, oh, you don't try it, so you don't know if it's good. Like, okay, I have other people who can try it for me and tell me. So to answer your question, no, I honestly don't know many people who can do that. Like my mom, my mom is also gluten intolerant. So the both of us like, will like, you know, I, I technically, so my dad will only eat like my stuff. So I live in a household that's primarily like gluten and dairy free. So that's another I, I can't like I think like gluten allergy is not as common but like a dairy allergy is like super 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 common and that's like something you can develop over time so like these two develop over time so I'm like I've been dairy and gluten free for like I think almost a year now you know now that that's actually a great thing that you brought it up so like it's like you know you hear like you you know there's this there's this new uh it's, I won't say it's a trend. It's an obvious, you know, it's a, it's an obvious alternative recipe where, you know, you create like, you know, you create a recipe which is like, you know, dairy-free or gluten-free where you use these alternatives. So like uh, one question, it's a two-part question. One question is how difficult are these recipes to like create and like make? And like second is the alternatives that are using the, these alternatives to like dairy and gluten. How are these like these products relatively healthy or like are like you know are you playing with fire or like I don't know what that scene is so like what's your take on this so when it comes to dairy free it's quite easy because like milk you can easily because milk doesn't have many like chemical properties that react with your food that you're baking because with like flour gluten like that's like the structural element for like men like a cake or bread that's like the that's what that's what's gonna give your bread structure the more you need it the more gluten from formation you get so finding right. like a substitute i'd say is quite easy so i think when you're when you're trying to make something which is dairy free it's easier relative like it's easier compared to like trying to make something gluten free because the whole gluten aspect because gluten makes everything chewy it makes everything more structured so finding alternatives for gluten free recipes they that that's i think that's like a big challenge that i've had to face because Obviously, I have like I'm in this industry because I have a sweet tooth, so I, I would like to eat sweets. So I, whenever I'm making something, I'd make a big batch of like something regular, and then a small batch of like something gluten-free. So finding gluten-free alternatives is quite hard. Like 
they have like gluten free flour which is like not like almond flour and oat flour like legit gluten free flour which is a blend of xanthan gum sorghum flour which i don't know the english name for sorghum but sorghum flour and they have <laughs> rice and tapioca starch so it's like a blend of everything which is not the same but it's quite close so yeah gluten free alternatives are like relatively quite hard to find uh, like if if you are if you are trying to find a gluten free alternative you have to like accept the fact that you're going to have to give up like on a few aspects of the texture or the taste of something mm-hmm. texture the most important we like, have to give up on the texture element of that it's a little hard is it yeah i was going to say do you plan like in the future maybe structuring your business to like include gluten free stuff or try to be like the best best gluten free person yeah yeah so i don't want to like uh, like nobody like has to, because like the people who work in a kitchen know how stressful it is so i don't plan on working in the kitchen until i'm like 40 because then i'd be bald and like angry at my life that oh, i've just been in a basement <laughs> time because you know bo- like losing hair out of stress working in front of an oven 24/7 So nobody pl- like I don't plan on being like working in a kitchen until I'm 40 like I want to stop working when I'm like 30 like 35 40 and then after that I want to branch off and start my own thing where I want to like primarily focus on like people who have like these food allergies of, like gluten or dairy or like nuts and all of that because I like yeah. I'm part of like a major thing which is like gluten and dairy which I think is a huge spectrum of like desserts So yeah I want to like end up like doing something that's go like making making like edible things for like people who have such issues because I've had like a few like gluten free brownies and all of that and they genuinely are just like, they are not it like it's it's right. really not yeah So yeah and also like y'all don't just because I'm like I try to like be very like healthy with what I eat like today itself I had like a big mm-hmm. order for like like uh, so i had to like make ganache so like i like tasted my ganache so i took like a spoonful of chocolate ganache as well like felt so guilty i look i ran like i think i ran like 2.3 extra kilometers because i just took a spoonful of like chocolate ganache <laughs> so i want to like also start catering to like more healthier alternatives like if i'm making something for myself i always use like i i use coconut sugar or like alternatives like sweeters and all of that because i'm very particular with like my calories i guess so yes yeah. we don't want to like cater to like people who want to be like on the healthier side or like who have like dietary issues yeah yeah no i will say that i have my own, i peanut allergies so i do oh. feel you on that so yeah I, i i just i don't know i do feel you on that the whole like you know restricting what you can and can't eat and being more careful on how food's prepared because trust me i i do know cuz peanuts is almost in everything Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I I eat peanut butter every single day. So like I I don't know how you do. It's like my favorite thing to eat. Yeah. Yeah, so you know because the thing is um you know these are like these are like these list of allergies which like you know like like you know we see them we, we you know we we go to a restaurant we see them you know they're like oh this contains eggs or oh, this may this contains yeah. nuts this contains uh gluten like you know. So um you know because my mom has uh, has an egg allergy and she's like she's oh. had it in, in fact since she was like 4 years old she yeah. can't eat anything like literally has yeah. to, everything we have to order it all eggless like any any of my birthday cake she's like she's just one like she just ends up eating a small teaspoon and even then like you know it just ends up sending I her was... stomach you know churning 
I am so I'm just gonna quickly run and get my charge because my ba- laptop's running low on battery. Sure. Uh, no, so no, I'm no, problem, gonna... no problem. So. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I got a I got a guy doing um cutting his lawn right now. I'm not sure we guys can hear him cutting his lawn. Yeah, yeah I could actually. We could cut it because I I don't know who that was. I thought that was I thought that was uh, Benny's uh, this thing. uh laptop and i was like hmm, yeah. like yeah uh, yeah we 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 could we could pop in a bit how how long have we been running how long have we been running? uh so right now we're just about hit an hour so we can go for another like 15 minutes and okay okay we could if you guys do you guys have like any rapid like which we want to ask you know like stuff about i think i asked her really want to ask honestly Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh I think I think yeah, we got I think we got everything we need to uh but we can I guess start wrapping things up if you unless you guys want to say Moke. Um I'm I'm okay with it like it's of course it's it, it entirely depends upon uh, Aryo and you know we could we could ask him whether he's like ready to, like if he has any questions for us us or something like you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because yeah, because you know like what our preference is to like a particular recipe or something. Uh, yeah. And then I think yeah we can we can pretty much call it we can edit this out also right yeah we can yeah. edit all this out right yeah, so, yeah. Right. So, oh yeah oh by the way I saw I, I binged uh, Umbrella uh, the Umbrella Academy guys how was uh, it season two season was two. lit season season two was lit it was amazing I saw it last season I've been wanting to you're missing one season you're missing a great show. Yeah, it's really good. I've seen season one. I'm gonna watch season two probably tonight. Yeah, Benjamin, Benjamin, season. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah, charge. Uh, so yeah, great. Um, so have any questions you all want to? Uh, do you have any questions you want to ask us, Arya? Yeah. How do you all yes. like? Like, do you all go to the same college or the same like university? Like, how do you all like know each other? Okay. So fun story. Um. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna. Uh, so here's the thing. So I went to the University of Florida for my master's program. I met these uh, brilliant uh, personalities. Who we are missing one brilliant personality. I was in. Uh, he's not dead. He's alive. He's okay. With us. He's just ghosting. Um, yeah. <clears throat> ghosted us. He, he and he also loves ghosting. So uh, you can check out guy to our listeners and viewers. You can check out our previous episodes of on Ghost. Uh, he's pretty prominent there, and he's he has a more he has a more dominant voice in those episodes. But uh, so the reason the how I met uh, how I met Brad was um, I was so I had this class called Sustainable Kitchen Materials, and oh. uh, and Brad and Brad would that was that was like my first class for like. I was like my first master's class, which officially began on like a Monday, and like Brad showed up for Brad would show up for the next class after that. What was that class, Brad? Which was the class you had, which you would show up for? It, it was, was like it was um it was I believe it was uh like it was like some geological class. Geological, like it was something like geography, geo, ge- geology yeah. related. Yeah. And like we sat talking and like he asked me like, what's this class about and like so I and we started having a conversation and and we and like came to our most favorite topic which is weed. Uh <laughs> and uh, see that reminds me have you made weed brownies? No sorry just digressing. Have you made weed brownies? I have I I, have. I, I, <laughs> I have not boiled proper 
with it, but I've, I've like received canned butter from someone and I've, yeah, I've made them basically, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, no, that's, that's like, you, you get two thumbs up and, and four fingers from my, from me. Because so, like, ironically, that's the make... only thing I've ever baked. Okay. <laughs> so I, I know many people who don't bake, but like when it comes to like making pot brownies or pot cookies, they are just like on top of their game. Like it's No, like yeah. the process was so weird because like if you don't want it to like smell the fuck out of your house, like you have to put it in a mason jar and then like have like some cheesecloth and, yeah, and then put everything like, in there, and then put it in a bowl and uh, in like a in a pot. And it's like, oh, is this going to explode? Yeah, you know, like, and you have to be, like, very careful. One of my asshole friends, he served his mom. Like, okay, so the thing was, the, those pot brownies were, like, in the fridge. And they were, like, and they were, like, well covered. They were, like, a couple of days old. So that, so that smell of pot wasn't, like, evident. So he, so his mom had one and she tasted it and she, she loved it and she loved it so much that she ended up eating that entire batch. Oh no. Now, and now let, let me, let me fucking point out guys, that weed was 95 to 97%. It was like really good stuff. Like indica, <laughs> like pure, pure shit. And she was like, I remember, I remember my friend imitating her entire expression, like her entire expression guys, like pay attention. Okay. So it was like, she was sitting on a chair, she was watching uh, Aryo, you'll know this. She was watching Arnab Goswami with this expression. Arnab Goswami is this really loud, annoying fucking news reporter. And her expression is this. <laughs> <laughs> and like, all of us were like, I like, and I walked in and I was like, hi, auntie, how are you? And she, she looks at me and I swear to God, like her, her she looks at me like this. And I, I was like, what happened? And like my friend was like, um, she ate she ate the entire batch of pot brownies. I was like, the entire batch? He's like, yeah, dude. I was like, is she alive? Can we just if she's alive? Because she looked like she she, yeah, she, she was, was on a different space, planet. Like, way beyond. She was she, she was on a she different was planet. Whole she was on a different planet. Yeah. A whole different planet. So but you yeah, know so uh, I realized something about myself that they like edibles just don't affect me. Uh, because like they only make my stomach hurt, so I guess some people uh, don't have the enzyme in their body that produces it. So it just like for me, it just gave me the shits. Like I felt it like a little <laughs> bit, but it was like it was more painful than helpful. Uh, but yeah, back on topic. Uh, that's how I met Brad, and like through Brad, I met Benny. For, uh, you know, we we started hanging out. And we actually met at his at uh, Brad's Halloween slash my birthday party. Yeah, the mug was uh, drunk. I, I had. I had 26 shots. I had 26 shots, uh, and I swung around my katana like I, I was a samurai. I wasn't clearly, but I did. I did split a pinata in half. Ah, oh, damn. So when I, when I shots down, my dad. Yeah, and then ever since then we call, started calling him Katana Boy. Yeah. yeah, they've been calling me Katana Boy. So yeah, Your so boy. that's how I'm the boys. What? Sorry. Your birthday's around Halloween. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, 23rd October and Halloween comes around 26th, 27th uh, October, yeah. around that time. Yeah, so it's like, it's, so my birthday was on the 23rd and then like since we, so funnily enough that that year, 2018, we'd almost, almost everybody had their midterms around the same time and then everybody's midterms were getting over on the 26th and I was like, okay, we can party then. Yeah. And, 
so it's midterms over what now party <laughs> and that's pretty much what follow the university of florida known for partying uh-huh. so we so we so we everybody gathered and there were a lot of people you know it's like the so i used to practice I, mean, i still do but like back then i was more regular so the so i was i was the treasurer of the university of florida taekwondo club so oh, wow. i had those guys so those guys were in attendance these guys were in attendance their friends were in attendance their friends of friends were in attendance in fact there were so many people in attendance i only lost count of how many people came drank my shit and fucked off so uh, <laughs> it was not even this, to like the whole byob thing it was uh, BYOB, no, no. But the, we all so was, i know like me my roommates provided all the uh, all the drinks for everybody people could bring their own stuff but we me and my friends have we bought like i think a lot of bottles for everybody to drink so and nobody was going home thirsty i say that yeah, yeah. me and Brad ended up crying and hugging it out at the end yeah yeah and Brad and I ended up doing 26 shots together so it's like when when I swung when I yeah we did 26 shots and we did 26 shots of like so many drinks like not not like it was not like 52 shots but like there were like three four shots of like jagermeisters three four shots of like hard whiskey there was like this we did i think we did even skulls both at one point and it was just like my ch- stomach was churning i was like no we just got to pass through this so we got to pass through this so we end up drinking a lot of water and then everybody just got amped up again Damn. so yeah so yeah but we got pretty wild so that's how we like that's that's pretty much what cemented like our friendship like me coming the katana open that night was like that the that was the open katana the thing is, like, like the thing is like i was right next to him and i thought for the longest time it was fake i was like there's no way he brought a real katana to this party and then like did, did slice in half that katana <laughs> and i'm like yo what the fuck <laughs> and you know here's the thing there was there was a, there was like a zucchini or i think a carrot no not zucchini not carrot it was a cucumber or a zucchini inside and like i didn't realize it when i when i slashed the the pinata in like half that cucumber got cut in like two places but like perfectly so like there were like three perfect halves of that 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 zucchini like there like lying on the floor un, like abandoned <laughs> i don't know how i don't know how it got sliced three times it's like the it's like those anime you know you know like those anime shows where you know like the the, the protagonist takes the sword out and puts it back in and then like some character split somewhere that's kind of what happened that's pretty cool but i'm still wrapping my head around the fact of a piñata having a zucchini or a cucumber inside like that's that's the that's the thing like i'm still wrapping my head around like a piñata with a zucchini in it there were there were like sweets and all there were like a bunch of sweets and shit inside and then there was like this carrot there was like this cucumber i don't know my friends thought it would be funny and they and they, <laughs> they would, and so one of my friends calls me He's like, yeah, bro, come outside, come with your katana. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm telling everyone, I'm like, come outside. I wanted to make a spectacle out of it, but like only like a f- and these guys showed up because the rest were too fucking drunk to care. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever, 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 nerd. And these guys showed out, and they were like, like at one point I could like see that there was like there was slight like apprehension in Benny's and Ivy's eyes, and another fuzz. <laughs> um, and like they were just like, dude, is this does is this guy for real? and then the moment i take the sword out i get it to start and one of my friends just chucked the piñata like mid air and i was like calculating waiting 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 and i slashed it because i still had my senses like i was still aware and yeah. i think i'd built up quite a quite a tolerance for alcohol by by then so i was still like relatively coordinated and 
Like, fucking shit, man. I split it. it. At one point, there was like this sense of apprehension within me when whenever I'll be slashed or whether it's just going to fall right in front of me at my feet. But luckily, I managed it. And like, everybody just like erupted. Their entire like, that entire like, there were like 15, 20 people there. They all fucking erupted. Everybody just lost their collective shit. Um, so yeah, no. we. So Brad's Brad's one of one of Brad's roommates ended up calling the cops that night. No, that's oh, all it, that I, I forgot it was that night. That night, uh, yeah, he ended up calling the cops. We don't have to talk about that right now, but that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a story for another day, honestly. Because yeah, it, it, it was more it was more than that more than than that one night. But um, no, it's been great having you on. You know, it's been uh, no, seriously. This is this was so much fun. We, I I think I answered. I I ended up asking all the question baking related questions that I had. I I'm sure you guys like in whatever it, you know. And Ali, you've been really patient with us. Thank you. No, <laughs> we, were, really... we were very tardy. No, 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 definitely not. It's it's totally chill. I do understand because people are saying. When people say, oh, I'm like a little busy doing this and I get like, if I say that to someone saying, oh, sorry, it slipped my mind. I was doing something else. And people are like, but it's quarantine. You're not doing anything. People don't realize that even though you're just sitting at home, because you're just sitting at home, you have like so many things to do. So it's not like exactly. sits around doing nothing. Like even though you're just like sitting at home, you're still doing something. Like, even before I started baking, I was still doing like 10 things a day. So... Yeah, it's not so I completely understand that. No, but thank you. Thank you for giving yeah. us your time. Uh, and guys, please follow Cake Like Cake. K-A-K-E Like Cake. Please follow it. It's his Instagram page. He's up and coming, but he's got some He's got some serious talent, guys. Right? He's the next Nigella Lawson. We're, we're seeing this here and now. He's the next Nigella Lawson. Thank you so um, much. And, and uh, this is the Thoughts Podcast signing off. You can find us at Gmail. Bradley, what's our uh, what's our email ID? Uh, Gmail is thoughtgang65. That is T-H-O-T-G-A-N-G 65 at gmail.com. Um, where can they find us on Instagram? Uh, on Instagram, you can find us uh, at thoughts underscore podcast. That is T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at the thoughts at thoughts podcast two uh, in small caps. And this is this is the thought podcast signing. This is me, Big Mo. Uh, signing off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, peace out. Have a nice day, you guys.